Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop with the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Stringjoy. Sound better, play better. Yeah, whoa. Sound better, play better. Not butter. Well, you play like butter. <laughs> but go to stringjoy.com and check out their amazing strings. And they've also got cool, uh, I guess, utility items. They've got microfiber cloth, um, string cleaner. So you can play like butter longer. And you'll be playing better longer, too. So play like better, butter longer. Stringjoy.com. Sound better, play butter. <laughs> How did that? How did that go? You think they'll be happy with that? I'm amazed you you actually stuck the landing <laughs> on that one. I mean, <laughs> think. that means the segues all episode are just going to be shit now because that's where all the good went. Yeah, it all went right there. It was like <laughs> Scott's just like I'm just impressed. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. We, yeah. spent our, we spent our writing budget on the week for the month on uh, on that one. That was it. You ate a whole right, so, wheel of cheese. <laughs> I didn't get any cheese. What the heck's going on over there? Oh, that's the beginning of the thing from Anchorman, where that quote comes oh, from. Nobody quotes Anchorman anymore. We have the internet. All right, so speaking of the internet, what's new with you guys? <laughs> well, Scott buys a lot of his stuff off the internet because of quarantine and all that fun stuff. So, bam. Segway. Nailed it. Five out of seven. Perfect score. <laughs> Was that asking me, me what's new? Yes. Scott, what's new with you, buddy? Okay. <laughs> I need my exact clue. You didn't give me the key code word, man. You didn't give me the code. See, uh, see we said we spent all the writing budget on the uh, ad. Wheels yep. are falling off this one quick. <laughs> uh, what's new? I haven't bought any guitar stuff again. Shame. Crazy. Now, we discussed this in our, in our private group, Patreon, for our Patreon users. Uh, members? Users? Do you feel used by our Patreon members? Oh, shoot, how many episodes have we missed? They're not using us enough. Yeah, that's true. Right. Um, we've been really... Yeah, no. Um, we're, we're, we're slow on getting the premium <laughs> content out. Sorry, guys. We love you guys. We're sorry. Do we make promises of any more premium content? <laughs> Always. I mean, I sent those nudes, but nobody, everyone got all upset about them. We gotta get the uh, calendar photo shoot set up. Nope. Uh, so no, so I've been talking about in the group today. I I sold a guitar over the weekend, um, and I I was like, oh, I got too many guitars. That that's kind of how I was starting to feel because like I don't have enough guitar racks to have the guitars wait, wait, wait. out. Did you actually you actually sold the Titan? Yeah, I sold the Titan. Uh, I well, you said you were talking about it. I didn't mean I actually did it. I now have money. I have I not. Um, I'm waiting to ship it a day for to align with his vacation so it's not sitting on his doorstep well um, the sh i mean he's a shady character so yeah that pa that that pastor that bought it um yeah so I, I sold the titan to a friend and um the the gold one that i bought when i had that that two for one deal and so i was debating i was like eh, it, i uh a fano cabernita is it seven ten twelve i've got one model number it's the one with the trim 
Uh, anyway, I got there's one on reverb. I made an offer. He countered it. It's a very reasonable number. And I'm on the fence. Is anyone else hearing a weird noise? Yep. It's probably my air conditioning. Because it's hot. It sounds like Satan. It sounds like static. Oh, I do not hear static. Is there a ghost caught in our episode? Maybe. I didn't well, talk for now. entirely too long there. I felt weird that I wasn't being interrupted. <laughs> um, I'm eating sour candy, so... That's where we're at. All Chris, right. what's new with you, buddy? Um, I haven't bought anything. I still need to go to storage and take inventory of what I can sell. Because I'm trying to fund other things. Your drug habits? Yeah, I gotta get all those pedals. Yep. That's right. Well, you were gonna do a clean, like a clean slate, weren't you? Yeah, and like you know, I'm thinking of getting rid of the Tele Deluxe too. Even though I'm just thinking of getting the uh, Squire version, because I don't know. I feel like I'm a little over the sparkle stage of my life now, except for my base, because you know, I put a lot. A lot Your of work sparkle in. is starting to fade. A little bit. Baby, you're a firework. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But yeah. Working on all that. Wait, who's Ben? Ben Fair. Oh, uh, he ruined buying gear for you? Well, now that now that my what's new can't take up three times longer <laughs> than yours is, which unfortunately oh, I think yeah. we did today. <laughs> I haven't oh, even gone yet. Yeah. You don't you don't understand don't how know. much I can talk about what I got. Oh yeah, you did get stuff. All right. Well, Diaz, what's new with you? Wait, what stuff did I get that you know about? Oh, I know about that. We know all. Oh, no, I got my strap in that I ordered like four months ago from Sweetwater. Hmm. So that happened. It came with a bunch of bit of honey, Aww. which made me very happy. Jealous. Um, yeah, that's it, I think. I don't think I got anything else. Well, never mind, Scott. Yours did take a lot longer. You Mark that square, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Were so, we recording when we, you and I started talking about the West Wing podcast? Because that already happened, too. Well, we just talked about it now, too. So yep. It's like breaking the third wall. You know, it's great. Or is it the fourth wall? It's the fourth, fourth wall. wall. Fifth dimension. Got it. <laughs> um, so, Scott, why don't you try to explain to us the rules of this new thing we're trying? Uh, so, today's Monday. Uh, and actually, I just got an alert on my calendar that my return flight from summer nam is about to board um, yeah that's sad which is weird because i canceled that ticket i don't know why i'm still getting notifications for it i must have manually put that on my calendar anyway did the flight still get delayed <laughs> so hair so is the pope catholic <laughs> um yeah so we are wrapping up sort of that that normal time of uh lots and lots and lots and lots of gear releases so in order to manage it, uh, we're going to do another speed round this week with a twist. Dungeon Master Chris is holding a die. D20. And he's making Nintendo noises as he does it. <laughs> okay, so it's it's not me. Okay, no, as long it's as it's not me. I'm <laughs> you're hearing that, right? Yeah, oh no, I'm totally hearing that. It's great. Wait, isn't Chris having problem with his audio interface one of the... Uh, 
Bingo. Okay. No, I think it was Barry White voice, Chris, which we have. Yes, it was. All right. Um, So Chris is holding some dice. He's going to roll to see how much time we are allotting to news this week. And we're going to try to speed fire it again. So it's a D20 times two, right? For time. Yes. I'm almost tempted to have him roll the six. (laughs) I'm almost the multiplier, but I also have like, I have a meeting that I have to be at later tonight. Six times 20 would be 120. We'd have to do two hours. No, let's do the D20 times three. This is for all the topics. Up to an hour? Up to an hour of news. And if it's news, we don't really hit the topic. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we can do that. All right, D20 times three. I had to double check that I had a 7.30 and not a 7. <laughs> All right. Look, we rolled a critical one. No three way. minutes? <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. This is... This oh failed. My oh, my gosh. <laughs> we can... Right, uh, we gotta see what happens when you do the ad spot too well? This is what happens. <laughs> We've got to re-roll. Can we make it a rule like we can't roll a one? All right, we'll roll with advantage here. We'll, still, we'll take the highest of the two numbers. Four. <laughs> twelve minutes. I can handle twelve minutes. That's still better. We're hor- this is a horrible idea, but we're gonna we're sticking with it. Screw it. I'm putting I'm putting a timer on for thirty. We're doing it. All right, thirty minutes. You're, you're, we're breaking the rules. Uh, breaking the law. Yeah. Yeah. Failed experiment there. Well, we're ten minutes in, so thirty that puts us at forty minutes, and then. 20 we have a good topic. to do the topic and then yeah we're going over yeah. an hour this week dig in all right go um so dean launches two new iconic models the icon select or what is it the the icon select classic black and flame top ocean burst um so not really new models just new no, variations really. on existing models yeah stop calling it new models if it's just a new like paint job with or like different slightly different uh options also, I'll just throw this out there. Stop making these guitars. I don't I don't hate them. Really? I, I expect no, I you don't. to hate these full out. No, no, don't hate them. It's kind of like a PRS and a Les Paul had a baby. I like it. I hate the headstock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Headstock's god awful. I don't like the inlays. I love the inlays. I like them. They're, They're a, a little nice. Weird play on the trapezoid inlay i don't like zebra pickups that i do not like i'd put covers on it what else do you hate about it black yeah. hardware is going to wear out oh that's true yeah. after time i mean it's not like it's going to be like a year and it's wrecked if mm-hmm. it's made right well, what's the quality on these cars? 1300? 1300 and 1400. Listen, I, uh, I owned a Dean Hardtail, and that guitar was amazing. I really miss it. It was a wonderful guitar. So they have Overwound PAF style Seymour Duncan SH5 Customs in the bridge and APH1 Custom in the neck. So, yeah, Fun. I like it. Pumbuckers. I don't know if I like. I don't know if I like fourteen hundred dollar like it. No, but I'd, I'd have to play one to feel the quality to see if it is like fourteen hundred dollar quality. I um, I think so. At this price point, they're foreign made. 
Does Dean yeah. do US made guitars? Yes. Okay. Uh it's the Select series though. Is that sorry, before I say it's not or it is. Well that website it's... sucks. Oh, there's There's not yeah. even like language, it's just a picture and then links. Hmm. Yep. Trusted service. Free shipping on all guitars. Wait, which there's all types of uh information. It's made in Indonesia. Okay, so $1,300 for an Indonesian-made guitar is going to be poly, right? Probably. So it's going to be sticky neck? And Possibly. It's, it's a no-name hardware. Those look like Grovers. Grover tuners. Yeah, yeah Grover tuners. Unnamed uh, Tunematic Bridge, which... I'm going to compare this to a Schecter for a hot second, because I think wow. that's a fair comparison. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, so it's going to be significantly more expensive than a Schecter. Polymer black nut. Uh, it's mahogany topped. It's arched top. Three piece mahogany neck. Twenty four and three quarter scale length. It's set through. It's an ebony fretboard. So that's kind of a positive, in my opinion. Yeah, I just don't. This this looks to me like a Schecter C1 yeah. would be a better purchase. Possibly. The pickups are a little bit different, but they're similar quality pickups. And then you get all the... I don't know if... Okay, it's been like 15 years since I've looked at a Schecter. But, um, you know, they used to come with like Tone Pro's hardware and just like really good stuff like already appointed at that price point if it's a foreign-made guitar. Because you're competing with U.S.-made Fenders at this point, at this at this price point. Yeah, but Fender <sighs> or Charvel San Dimas, like the foreign-made Charvels, are cheaper than this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'd struggling have to, play to see the draw of this. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's anything that's wowing. But I mean, like if if I had like the money to spend and uh, kind of wanted it, I'd get it. I don't know. It's not like it's anything that's stand out but it's not anything that i hate you know what i mean other than the headstock hmm. yeah the headstock it kind of grows on you in person it's not as bad i can confirm that all right let's move on because we've only got 30 minutes scott we're gonna look at the brain what is this rocker brain rocker game it's a rend is an in the box rendition of an orange rock rocker verb. Is this like is this a plug in? Yeah, it is. Um Scott plugins your thing. Yeah, it is. It's it's <laughs> it's a plug in. That sounds like in a rocker verb which is a classic sound which I don't really think a lot of the standalone plugins really do. They tended to be Fenders or Marshalls and then there was the PRS. Yeah, so this I've is never just, seen an orange anything uh, i know Ooh. like guitar rig had Wait, an orangey thing in it add thing really quick did yep. you download the Corey wong uh neural dsp thing i didn't did i'm you? i need to no sorry back to this because they have trials of those right so you can just like, right. try it out it's like three or five days something like that did you do the you did the nolly one or you did one of them i did before? the nolly and the abasi one yeah those um, are fun I think the Corey Wong one is actually a really good deal. 
or just because a lot of people will want that tone for something and they don't really want to tweak it they just want that like really clean sound Mm -hmm. yeah Um, i mean that's a hard sound to dial in if you don't know what you're doing yeah um like me so going back to this this plugin is 130 bucks right now as an introductory rate will we go up to 150 later so it is on the high side of amp simulators uh so check it out if you or don't if you are if you are an orangey kind of person i'm i'm not no speaking of not kiesel introduces the new leah headless electric you're referring to the head knots on princess Leia? are we just yeah. are we just sure that it's not leia or is it leah? leah i don't know it's probably leia dump it into google because i mean they're already i mean they're doing kind of who did this ad this image because um oh, yeah, this is very star worthy it, it's a very 80s sci-fi font oh yes, sorry can i not say that uh, trademarked on sorry well, I, I don't I don't think Star Wars when I see it, I think more like Alien. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I think more like Snail. What? Snail? Yeah, like a snail. Like the, the shell and then like the slimy body. Fine, job of the hut. I don't care. Like something. <laughs> so this don't is a headless guitar. <laughs> don't judge me. I hear, I hear you. Judging, I'll judge more silently. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry, it slipped. You know what the Bible says about that? It's against it. I, I don't think so. <laughs> um, from what I understand, the Bible says that you should definitely judge people, but not to their face. <laughs> so if you guys could do it when I get off the episode, you guys can just keep recording so, and talk about me. So I slipped another like old movie reference in there that no one picked up on that's awesome uh it's against it yeah it's from kingpin yeah you know what the good book says about not forgiving people uh-huh. what does the good book said uh-huh. you know it's against it, it. It's, yeah that's whenever he was trying to get uh um what's his name was it chef daniels in that movie no no with it was woody harrelson and uh randy quaid Randy Quaid was in that movie. Randy Quaid played the guy who played the bowler. Didn't that, was, he? that was Randy Quaid, huh? He why, played it. Why Stone do Cold, I, you didn't realize it was Randy Quaid? Why do I think that was? No, I thought it was uh, Jeff Daniels for whatever reason. No, Jeff Daniels is Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, for some reason they just like blurred into the same guy for me. J- the guy who was on Newsroom. I know. Is I, also, I, the guy. The same who, character. It's just like the okay. same character in my head for whatever reason. I don't know why. It's been a while. Okay. It's been a while. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Besides, I mean, let's be honest. Bill Murray stole the show in that that movie. So. Oh my gosh. Ernie McCracken. That, that ridiculous comb over. Oh, so good. It was, he, was, he was trumping it yep. hard. So anyway, why don't so, we make Bill Murray the forty sixth president? Why, that, you know what? Why have? Why don't we just put him in charge? I want to see Br- Bill Murray just like crash the White House 
See how far he gets. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're all watching the inauguration. He's just like up. wandering up. <laughs> He's just, yeah, but we're just like, reaches into his around. coat, pulls out a beer, just cracks yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> he sits down next to Michelle Obama and just hangs out with her and, and uh, George W. Thanks, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> like, hey, Michelle, you want a beer? <laughs> like, uh, all right, all right, all right. So this guitar is a headless guitar. You know, it looks like one of those. Like, I don't know. I don't like the way it looks at all. It's a it's a modified single cut where the dimensions <sighs> just don't feel quite right. It's not the body. It's that paint top thing it looks like the burl oh it's horrible you don't like burl wood no not at all i don't like that it looks just ugly whatever someone can tell me i'm wrong how much time do we have left 18 minutes we've only done three things guys (laughs) this is actually a pretty good pace for us is it yep Okay. Well, speaking of pretty good pacing paces for us, Harley Benton is on a new pace themselves, oh, launching the new lightweight travel guitar, the ST Travel, which proves that Harley Benton will copy every design of guitar that's ever been made, no matter how horrible it is. Yeah, who but already I've, does this? Uh, uh, like called travel. I think it's just called travel guitar. Travel guitar. Yeah, like it's literally like that's the only the guitar they make. And where do they? Three hundred fifty dollars and. I, the price of this is so much better than that for what it is 71 but pounds or yeah so like sub 100 okay but what is up with that jack placement get so, off the back of the guitar oh, diaz hates the jack placement there <laughs> that's my biggest upset. actually that makes you know, a lot of sense where it is because you can then use the trim cavity to route all the cabling uh, yeah. that actually makes some sense where they have it other than the fact that, like, on a Strat, that's up against your body. That's not like those crazy new modern guitars where it's like it's a portion that's like way off of your hip, and so like that cord's not in the way. That one you you're gonna feel the you're gonna feel the cord. What was that? Sorry, my, my the volume on my phone was not down. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was picking up my phone. And uh, yeah, I was totally watching this video while I was waiting for my computer to reboot for the fourth time about this guy, this uh, black guy who infiltrated or like became friends with all the KKK people. You've probably seen it. I'm the one who sent like... that to you. <laughs> no, Darryl no, this Davis? is like a real. Yeah, but this is like a really in-depth one. I sent you his, the, like his movie on him. When? Like four or five weeks ago when we had our woke episode before we stopped doing topics. Oh, um, yeah, no, but this was a different one. So the, it's this is not accidental kind courtesy. No, this is this was just like a little ten minute video. Oh, okay. Yeah, calm down. You Whoa. calm down. You're like a seven. Let's bring it down to a nice three point five, sir. Or we roll to see where he ends it. Oh, there oh, we go. I like that. Twenty sided dice. Twenty sided <laughs> dice. <laughs> oh, he's a twenty. All right. Um. Speaking of a 20, glow glow, glue glue steak. What? The, the glow glow steak. Let's you get weird with distortion. Let's get weird with the name. What is G L O U? Is that glow? Oh, there's an LFO on this thing. 
I'm still stuck on these other letters. <laughs> I don't, I, Google so, doesn't come up with anything. Whoa, there's so only there's... one foot switch and 28 knobs. Dude, this thing's nuts. Oh, this is the name after it. Okay. Dude, this is insane. There's so much weird. You've got. I don't care how it sounds. Uh, how much is it? $470? Oh, I bet it is. Oh. Fuzz, mix, distortion, sensitivity. This is a steak. If this was distortion sub, more... if this was in the 200 oh. to 250 range, I would be buying this in a heartbeat just to play with it. Dude, I hope this. Oh, I hope it goes down in price. Yeah, this out of my range. So cool. Well, at that price range, so it's got so many stinking knobs to do so many different things. It's got two separate distortion circuits running that can be changed into all sorts of different things. So there's a soft, hard, square, minus octave, minus two octave, and plus one octave distortion modes, each with its own level and sustain control. Uh, then there's a the, just, the second distortion has ring. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this dude. Is too cool. And then I mean, this is insane. Then there's a fuzz switch, and then a fuzz knob on top of that. <laughs> the mixed distortion <sighs> sensitivity. Each of the circuits seem to have a uh, pre-filter. Yeah. Post-filter. Yeah, and then you've got an with LFO and a mod. With a, with a free modulation peak control. Then there's a modulator control that can go from octave down, octave up, LFO, and expression. So there's probably an expression pedal input on that with its mm -hmm. own independent decay and attack controls. And then there's a whole LFO circuit on top of that this, and one foot switch. This, so there's no this, presets. How big is this thing? It's got to be big. It's, it's a huge. So huge. It's huge. Uh, the great, it's the it, greatest ever. It looks like double width, and but it's a square. So it is a, it's a size. It's a pedal of size. <laughs> it's a POS. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. I want that so bad. I, I don't think I've ever like seen a pedal as much as i've seen that one and been like i want to touch it and then and then you turn on the demo the video demo of it and it sounds like jack white going through a garbage disposal it sounds amazing i love it all right let's talk let's talk about this next thing um that, that was my segue let's let's just not talk about that anymore i want uh, the stick the so bad now and i can't justify the price uh. what happened I could I could make you justify the price. Can you put a price on your happiness, Scott? Do we still have Patreon money left over? Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just crowdsource it. Any, <laughs> anyone want to buy pedals from one of our sponsors? <laughs> you can buy one third of this pedal. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh we can move on. Sister Hood of the Traveling Steak. I'm calling it. Well, I'll just pitch him. Please do. Rockloud.org. Where are they from? Dude, all their pedals are huge. This may be my new favorite pedal company. Oh my gosh. I'm in love for the dumbest reasons. All right, talk about the new thing. Wait, I have to talk about this now? Yep. 
Balthazar launches the new Cabaret 13. Is it because you didn't know how to pronounce Balthazar or Cabaret based on how they're spelled? No, I know how. I was trying to eat some candy. Okay. These are its smallest all-tube combo to date. I've never really had the chance to play a Balthazar before. I've seen them. They're fancy. I didn't um, know that they were a thing. Oh, uh, they're at Nam. Hmm. Uh, I must have missed them. Retailing for $2,000, which for a boutique Ooh. tube amp is actually not that high. Um, this is made for bedroom studio or low volume stage amplifier, which is kind of that new sweet spot of um, tube amps. Uh, yeah. 13 watts uses uh, three AX12AX7s with a 12AT7 for its preamp, and that's EL84 and its power amp. Um, tube rectifier. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's got that British sound voicing runs through a Slushian G10 Gold, which is a fantastic speaker, too. The the picture they use, mm -hmm. the Tolex on the left-hand side, mm -hmm. not the Tolex, that, that middle piece, looks like Gator Skin or something. The speed a big stripe. Black, yeah, it looks like a big black gash right there. Do you see that? Yeah, I think that's just the, the snake skin just bending. Yeah, I think they should have fixed it, though. Yeah. They should have Photoshopped that. Did they pull a Gibson where they put a Mars? What if they put a damaged on one? Remember that? Oh, yep. Uh, Foreshadowing. Ooh. Uh, built in reverb, bias tremolo, foot switch. Can do um, multiple voltages. So it's an international rated. All in all, pretty solid new offering, I'd say. Yeah. Is someone racing now? I just hear... Chris, are you okay? Yeah, it's probably all my AC and stuff. This isn't AC noise, dude. This is like... This is electrical interference. Yeah. Uh, are you so... putting your phone on top of your... Um, no. Yeah. Okay. Just double checking. I, I will restart the thing so hold on all right well we're gonna lose barry white for a minute but speaking of minutes horizon devices comes up with the flux echo delay in reverb combo which can probably give you part of a minute of delay i tried oh that one was not happening so it's another, it's the newest thing from Horizon Devices, which is uh, Misha Mansour's thing, right? What the is he from? Periphery. Perf yeah, Periphery or Periphery. Yeah. Purple Trees. Yeah, no, uh, you've probably seen the video on Facebook because I get like 70,000 ads on my timeline for it every day. Hey, hey there's one band that knows how to do <sighs> merchandising or enfranchising their name. Kiss? I'd, I'd say it's periphery. Uh, Every single one of those guys has a signature everything, including like signature plugins and everything like that. I think they, I think they go investing in that. From my understanding, that's more like that's what Misa Minshur does. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a uh, like a Fender signature model kind of thing where it's like 
sure, you can build a replica of my thing and give this money to charity. It's like actually like this is his main business. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed watching the demo video of him playing this while wearing socks in all the yeah. all the foot versions. His his videos are always hilarious. Yeah. So let's talk features here a little bit. Uh, we've got a few different modes: a warm and ambient reverb, um, with clean analog delay repeats. There is a lightly mod modulated reverb with a reverse delay, and there's a shimmer reverb with a tape echo. That's crazy. I mean, I, it sounds really good. I like it. It looks it looks clean. It does. It's got a freeze option too. Yeah. Yeah. This is really so. It's really crazy. I've never listened to Periphery, and they're pretty good. But do they use a lot of delay or reverb? They're so precise that it's kind of hard to hear it. Okay. Yes. Okay, because like I know, I know that they're they're kind of genty, right? Uh, prog metal with some gent, yeah. Okay. Um, so like you just usually don't hear a whole lot of delay or echo or delay or reverb on them. I mean, you hear some, but it's usually not uh, very prominent in the sound. It's for the lead guitar. Yeah. It's not well, like I praise think... and worship music where that's all you do is right swell swell swell, swell, swell. with shimmer verb on. Well, does it have shimmer? I don't want it if it doesn't have a shimmer. Cloud setting is life on the big sky. Sorry, I was just doing all my praise I mean, and worship. You're, you're the one of us who owned a big sky. Yeah, and the cloud setting was legit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why when I see people say that, I'm like, that's so typical, but so true. So it can run in stereo, quote unquote, where it does a split mono. Uh, is that really stereo if it's just split mono I don't think it is I think stereo especially when talking about delay should be like different. it actually does some type of stereo imaging or mess up it messes with your kind of like right focal point yeah that's fair yeah that's like I think if don't call it stereo out just call it like split mono dual yeah split mono or dual mono out eh, I, I think it's okay to call it a stereo effect if it accepts a stereo in does a mono effect on each channel and spits it out. I think that's still technically stereo. Mm, okay. If you disagree, go to our group. Yell at DS. I think most people would agree with me. Chris, who do you agree with? Yeah. I was trying to segue. <laughs> trying to segue? No. No, no, no. You're not getting it out of me. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, how much time do we have left? Five minutes. All right, but we got through no, this week's list. Go yeah, us. let's hit some of the stuff we did not hit last week. Uh, let's see. Jackson announces uh, the Minion series for 2020. These um, are to return, so they've done this before. I don't hate them. They're very Jackson-y. It's a Jackson V. I mean, oh, it's a yeah. whole line actually. Sorry, never mind. Yes. So you got it's the, the Dinky. You've got a Dinky. Mm -hmm. You've got a Randy mm -hmm. Rhodes. You've got a concert bass. So are they the Oh, they're just they're just mini guitars. You got an Adrian Smith, San Dimas. Are they all mini? No, well the I guess that's what the minions are. They're mini guitars. Short scale. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but no, there's a lot of other cool things, like you said. There's the Adrian Smith San Dimas. Who's he again? 
we don't know. Googling and guitarist Iron Maiden. Okay. He's 5'10", by the way. Okay. His three children. Thank you, Google. <laughs> what do you think of the Dinky DK Modern Ash? With that Ooh. sandblasted finish. I do not like it. No. But you know, I don't like sandblasted finishes. It looks like something that would be found on American Horror Story. Yeah, a little bit. The black and white is really stark. I mean, okay, I'll. You know what? It wouldn't look so bad if the headstock didn't match. Oh, you just want a solid headstock? Yeah, like the solid I think black the, or solid white, one or the other. I'd have to see it, but the honestly, the I think that's what hurts it the most. And I think that the pickups should not be white; they should probably be black. Or hmm. even, I'd even take black and white zebra on those. That is a pickup that's a prime or a guitar that's a prime candidate for zebra pickups, by the way. Wow, we agreed on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, time to shut this thing down. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyways, let's talk about one more thing, right? We got yeah. enough time? Yeah, we got time. All right, Fox, Fox Gear announces two new pedals, the XYZ Waves and the Genie. Uh, these are interesting. Why do these just look like mock-up photos and not the actual pedals? Because uh, it's just because the way they're printing their pedals. If oh yeah, though mm. to be honest with you, these might be mock-up photos. These one hundred percent have to be mock-up photos. Ah. So the XYZ waves. Is, okay, okay, I can um, tell you they're mock-up photos because look at the jacks on top. Yeah, they're identical. Identical on each side. On each pedal. Yep. All right. Mockups. So the, the XYZ Waves is a multi-effect modulation pedal, and the Genie is a compact interface. So let's kind of dive into the, the first one here. The XYZ Waves, it has five different modulation algorithms, um, which are room chorus, envelope filter, phase verb, trem verb, and poly pitch. Uh, they claim it's a 100% analog signal path which is actually pretty impressive because those all those things do not kind of line up um in terms of like common circuitry so that's quite the thing um there's blend knobs uh for dry modulated and then there's the xyz knobs which can change function for whatever you're doing so that it's a pretty straightforward multi-effect uh in a single enclosure top mounted knobs etc uh and then the genie is an interface so it's a preamp uh with i believe a headphone out yep speaker sim has an auxiliary input as well so 3.5 yeah it's actually pretty cool depends on the price though uh 149 for the genie uh that's reasonable very reasonable i I think that's a pretty reasonable spot and then the xyz waves is 129 which is a pretty very very cost effective or i don't want to say cheap no it's very um aggressively priced 
Yeah, aggressively priced. I like that. But the Genie, this is really cool because you can just put this on your pedal board and have it on there. And at any point, you can just plug headphones in and pl- you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, I like that we've been seeing a lot more of these pedals coming out this well, year. I think everyone's getting tired of old blood noise just selling a crazy ton of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. They're just like, this is ridiculous. And I mean, they're uh, not actually honing in on old blood noise necessarily because old blood noise is, is a straightforward, like, here's what it is, enjoy it. And now everyone's coming up with the premium version. So no one's oh, like trying to undercut right now and trying to, it's not a race to the bottom. It's a, what else can we add or how can we make it work better? Yeah, so this is really cool because uh, it's got the rig settings, which is just awesome. There's an actual setting called pedal platform. Like, yeah, and a bunch of different speaker sort of arrangement kind of things. And I want is that is that or is that does this have a speaker or a cab emulation or cab? Yeah. Them? Okay. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, to, to put this in perspective too, because like last week we talked about the um, uh, Dark Glasses version, which is a mm-hmm. much more premium. Like it's, yeah. I mean, it's another hundred dollars on top of this, right? Like, wasn't that one two hundred fifty bucks? It had these so. like touchscreen controls and it had Bluetooth and all this kind of stuff. So this is a way of like saying, all right, no more Bluetooth. It's a hard cable, which whose phone has a headphone jack anymore is a little bit of a problem, but it's manageable. I keep my my dongle with me wherever I go. Yeah, you just have to rage dongle with it. And um, yeah, the price point's perfect for what this is. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, so speaking of price points being perfect for what it is, and this is amazing. Oof. (laughs) Um, We're out of time on our uh, news. So let's talk about this topic. Uh, something pretty big happened this week. I think Scott, you had a, a way better way of explaining it. Your your your, your explanation will probably be more detailed and well spoken. Uh, I'm going to reveal all my bias in the process of doing it. But yeah, um, so I believe it was Thursday last week. Uh, Satellite Amps announced. To, <laughs> made a public announcement via their Instagram that they are facing a lawsuit from Gibson. Yep. Um, they didn't necessarily describe the full details about it. It They did say it involves the, their guitar line, which for those that don't know, um, Satellite only makes one guitar. And that is what the Satellite Coronet, which is a recreation. Uh, I believe it's a collaboration build from a few different builders too that are involved in making them of an Epiphone yeah. Coronet model. And like, you'll know if you've ever seen one because it's ugly as shit. Ugliest so, guitar ever made. That is it. That that is Diaz's uh view. I they they got really popular about I don't know, a couple years ago when Drew Shirley kinda from Switchfoot started hauling around with one and then all the switchfoot fans wanted one well the problem with drew shirley that i have is he goes against my uh number one rule in life is never trust a person with two first names my name's scott hamilton hamilton's not a first name i know people named hamilton well they were named wrong i also have two last names if you think of it that way yeah no no that's not how it works all right um, <laughs> I'm mad at Drew Shirley for cutting me in line for tacos, but that's 
<laughs> that's my one Drew Shirley time. I'm like, that's that's the Wait, time. I he cut you in line to get tacos. Yeah, apparently Andy Kim let him cut him. Oh my god! And that's when that's when I was in line being sexually assaulted by John Snyder. Was I there? <laughs> no, it was at Summer Nam. Or sorry, it was at Winter Nam. Okay. It was the the taco party that um, Gabriel Tenorio uh, puts on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forgot that you went to Winter Nam. That one time. Um, I don't. Mm, I'd go again. I'd do yeah. some things differently. I'd go again. Um, All right. Really quick though, let's yep. get back to this topic. So here's my here's so so they've announced that's going on. Um, Satellite also stated that they have tried that the trademarks Gibson had let the Coronet trademark expire, and they have tried to purchase it, or they have offered to purchase it as part of the settlement, and they're not agreeing. And they have called out. They have taken a position that this is the big guy bullying them them a small company, and that seems mm. to be. You know, they they got out first, so they're controlling the narrative, and that has definitely carried. People are definitely jumping on this one, I would say, much stronger than past lawsuits. Is that fair? It seems like people um, are more impassioned now. I don't know. I haven't really seen a whole lot on it. I mean, I've seen some, but I haven't paid much attention yeah. because I think you and I actually have the same viewpoint on this. They legit just like i understand it's not being made anymore and the trademark went out Mm -hmm. but you legit stole a design and name granted you i mean if you love that design and that guitar that's awesome but and even if you're still the design don't use the same freaking name like that's not like how do you I mean, for real though, that's like walking in front of someone, slapping them in the face, and then getting mad whenever they call the cops. So I'm curious a little bit here. Um, so they don't put the Epiphone logo on it. That's that's the one thing they go short of doing. Yeah, um, because then they'd be really, really stupid. Yeah, that would, that would just be blatant. Um, and yeah, I, you know, opinion opinion portion here i don't think they should have ever called it the coronet i think that was playing with fire yeah exactly and they're they're gonna get burned yeah and but now the problem is is it's just like the person who like when you're like mad and you're like just leave me alone just leave me alone just leave me alone and they keep pushing you and you're like and you snap and they're like oh my gosh why would you like yell at me like that's it they're like they, they literally pushed it as far as they could go and now that gibson's gonna do something about it or try to do something about it for like poor little me like no that's not how it works yeah i'm I, I mean i am concerned that satellite is not a big operation and you know a lawsuit from gibson could bankrupt the company and that, you that's know a what? very real scenario and i think that's what people are really getting up in arms about um, yeah but yeah, I'm going to stand up for Gibson on this one, though. They can't just let everyone run away with their stuff all the time. And whether you're picking on the little guy, this is out of all of their lawsuits. This is the one where I'm like, yeah, they legit like are like like satellite legit was like middle finger. Well, I mean, so but here's here's the other fun gray area thing. The trademarks have expired. Gibson doesn't own a patent on the coronet. That's okay. still valid anymore. I mean, it, I the, the that's legal good. rights, Gibson has not maintained the legal rights to the guitar. I, name. But 
in the whole in all of it legally okay that's fine that they gibson will be in the wrong on this but pure common sense like yeah that's insane for them to like not be upset that gibson's gonna come after them like for real i think it's insane that they would be like shocked or i don't know i yeah it it's interesting because i mean there there is precedent for people for lack of a better word copying or embellishing on the base design of a, of a gibson uh whether it's a current model or a past model and there's a gray area where it's okay and then there are agreements that get found so for example like the cower banshee is so close to a firebird but doug has an- done the legal work to work that out where they, right. they have an agreement. Um, right. Gibson does license out their stuff to other people to yeah. do things. Um, I, I want to say Echo Park is the one that has a license with Gibson. Yeah. Um, and again, these are probably because, you know, like the Firebird's still in production. And so they've maintained those trademarks and those kind of things. But there's, there's precedent for this in other areas like because i'm i'm into cars and so there are a lot of those kind of folks who still want to buy a 67 mustang you know they love that look they love that classic era and there are builders who will either they will you you can't just build a ford mustang and call it a ford mustang and you can't build a diaz mustang you know yeah um and I know, I know the Mustangs still produce. So let's let's think of a car that doesn't. The, the GTO, Pinto. the Pinto, the GTO, you know, some some car, or the Roadrunner, you know, those kind of things that have a nostalgic value. Yeah, um, there are small boutique builders who restore, where they effectively refabricate everything. But usually, they what the way they get around it is they they can put the emblems and stuff back on because what they do is they start with a chassis from that car so it's not like satellite is buying old epiphone coronets and and doing what's called a resto mod and bringing them up to modern things they're building brand new things and they're calling it a coronet and the whole thing and also is it's a production line i are not production Uh, line they're all they're all built to spec okay but it's okay what i don't know what the term i'm looking for but it's like it's something that you can like easily order it's something that's like on their website i mean i'm sure these people who are doing these cars it's kind of like mm-hmm. one off here and there that, that's not their entire thing uh those the guys who do the resto mods on cars generally it's a built to spec thing or yeah yeah so it's a and that's what they do they're you know they're commissioned builds and right. they'll take on x amount of commission builds at a time so i mean it's it's a similar business model mm i guess i mean there, there's also the fun part of uh in their announcement from satellite they said we're also still accepting orders so it is kind of a well get it is a we're getting sued but you know get your order in time so you can you know yeah it's an interesting um i don't know i think that i think that satellite's trying to be the victim whenever they really should legit be like like yeah we use that design. We use that name. Like you should have called it something else. 
I think they would have gotten away with it if they called it something else and they tweaked the headstock a little bit or you, you right. got it. You got to double check all those kind of like design kind of items. But, mm-hmm. but at the same time, looks, look at what's been happening with the other Gibson lawsuits where, you know, they have a faint resemblance like with the, with the V's, for example, the V's are very different shapes, but because they're a V they're going after the other builders. Yeah. And Dean and everyone. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just think that eh, the guitars are ugly as shit. So you should probably just stop making them anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I I also say Gibson, you're not, Gibson's not fully in the right here. They let their trademarks expire and now they're trying to reclaim territory that they were negligent with. So this is, this is partly the Gibson created the situation and now they have to, they have to figure out what they're going to do to dig themselves out of it. And right. it seems like the new corporate strategy we're seeing here is one, the back to basics. We're just going to build the classic guitars that everyone likes, which was like the summer Nam rollout from two years ago was yeah. when they did that whole, that reboot. And we all went, Oh yeah, this is exactly what we want. These are the guitars we want Gibson to make is like, just build the <laughs> classics in affordable ways, you know? Um, and we'll get into that. I, I have a side point. We're going to come back, put, put, put a flag here uh, on that topic. But, uh, but the other component of this corporate strategy that's come out now has been the whole play authentic thing where they're like, we are going to come after everybody and they haven't stopped even after the yeah. backlash from that one video, that, yeah. that the whole PR nightmare of that, they, they decided, you know what, we're going to, we're going to double down. And so this is the fourth, I think public lawsuit public yeah that that's made news on this so like this is going to keep going and they're gonna i think gibson's strategy here is we can afford corporate lawyers and so we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna redefine the bounds of what's okay and what's not in um you know inspired by designs i think that um you should be careful what you name your kids because gibson might sue you if you name your kid like less or Paul, or SG, for some reason. I don't know. Stuart Griffin. What? <laughs> Just saying. Uh, SG, you're getting sued. Um, yeah, no, Gibson's going a little... I is think is Gibson, that what SG stands for? Yeah. Stuart Griffin. Griffin? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. <laughs> it actually stands for Satan's guitar. Everyone knows that. That's Ooh. what I always heard, but... Oh my gosh, I still I remember hearing that and going like, "What? What's oh. that term for something that you misremember?" Uh, Mandela oh, effect. Uh, Mandela effect. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. There you go. Total Mandela effect. That's like the the was it the Bernstein Bears? Bernstein Bears. Exactly. It's so crazy. Wait. What? Which one's which? Which one's the real one? Berenstein is wrong. Is that just a pronunciation thing, though? No, it's the... Is it E-I-N or I-N-E? That's what the whole argument is about, is people remember it both ways. Yeah. I don't even remember. It's Berenstein Bears. S-T-A-I-N. That's what it is. It's not. Everyone remembers it as Berenstein Bears, but it's actually Berenstein Bears. Yeah, I'm dumbfounded. 
wow, we broke Scott this week. My entire childhood's a lie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. I used to love those books too. Those, yeah, I read those growing up. Um, what was the where the girl stole the bubble gum or something like that? Sorry, I remember that one. I do not recall. That was before my time. Yeah, that's the one about stealing. Okay, can I Sorry. pivot topic us real quick? Sure. Into How something that's going to take us forty minutes to unbundle. Oh gosh, let's do it. Why does Gibson get so much hate? Ooh, ooh, ooh! Cause it's easy. They're the big, they're the big boy on the block, and they do stupid shit. They make bad decisions that everyone hears about, but they still somehow survive. And also, just like My Chemical Romance, it's the fan base that ruins the the brand for a lot of people, because. Everyone knows you've got those, like, L- Gibson players, the doctors, the blues doctors, and the rock lawyers, all that stuff. Like, you've got those old, crusty, 50-year-old white guys who play Gibson Les Pauls and say, just a guitar through an amp is all I need. That's part of why everyone hates Gibson, too. It's their fan base. Can I posit another theory? Yes. It's because they're too expensive for most people. The same reason everyone hates PRSs. That's true. That they seem so unattainable because they're so expensive. And because of the way they do their branding, that they do the separate Epiphone and Gibson. And again, that's so cork sniffing kind of methodology of how they set up their brand yeah uh, I, I was talking with my buddy ian today because he was like why can't anyone make an affordable es335 or you know i was like they do he's like but gibson doesn't make one i was like here's a here's a 1500 gibson es355 it's called a memphis it doesn't have your block inlays and it doesn't have your binding and you know there was that moment i was like and you think it's ugly because it's not a real one in your mind right Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, you got to spend four grand to get a real ES3, a real ES. And it's like, it's just all that stuff just feels so out of reach. And because of the way the Epiphone and the more affordable Gibsons are laid out, there are tons of affordable Gibsons, but we all turn our nose up at them that they're not real Gibsons. Versus, for whatever reason, the way Fender has their model set up. We consider a player series strat a real strat still. It's just kind of funny how that works, isn't it? In your head of like, you don't have to hit two grand and buy a custom shop or uh, an artist series or the top premium line of a fender for it to be a real one that's desirable for what it, and it, it's the weird way your brain works with marketing. Yeah. And part of it has to do with features. I don't want your corn flakes i want frosted flakes you know you want the name brand stuff it tastes better yeah so it's just it's just an interesting thing of like how even like gibson's like their catalog makes you angry inherently like you you start from like a a frustrated point because it's it's so hard to afford one it's so hard to get the features you want at the right spot 
And I mean, they're not the only brand that's this way. Like I, 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 I've avoided PRS for so many years because I'm like, they're all too expensive. And if I like one, I'm not going to be able to afford it. You know, like I had that mindset for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And then I finally picked one up and I'm like, I really like this guitar. And part of it's because I found they had a more affordable one. They brought back mm -hmm. the CE and they made it a hollow body and it was everything I wanted. And I didn't have to go crazy up into the, you know, the craziness of PRS. And they, you know, had, had deals and things. It, it, it arrived in my pot. It arrived in a, a, an attainable level for me. Whereas I just can't get there with like a Gibson Les Paul standard. Yeah. I don't know. So. Dang it, Gibson. Well, I, we keep talking about them, though, so I guess it's kind of working. I, they're still a profitable company. Yep. Um, and before someone goes, well, actually, they declared bankruptcy. Yeah, Gibson Brands declared bankruptcy. Gibson Guitars were still turning a profit. Anyway. Yep. Um, it was those Gibson speakers. Uh, KRK. KRK did okay, too. It was like things like they bought Tascam and like drove Ruined it to the it. ground. Yep. And like, no, Baldwin Pianos, I don't think he's doing too well. And like, there were just all these other. Remember they bought Cakewalk? Oh, yep. Yeah. Which, a fun thing. Um, Cakewalk's probably going to get canceled this year. I'm calling it now. Hmm. And I don't want to be the guy who starts it, but thanks to CNN, a cakewalk is a racist phrase. So don't use it anymore. Um, oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Waking up. Yeah. Um, it's 2020, guys. Not, I don't know. I, I never knew that one. I never knew the, the, the history behind that phrase. And now, you know, once you learn what's behind an idiom, you sometimes change what you do. Or you don't. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not going down this road any further. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's my piece on Gibson is start making the coronet. If you want to claim your rights to it, it's okay. Make it a custom shop model. Do something. Do better. Do better. Sound For, real. For real. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, if you have an opinion on this, join our <laughs> Facebook group and uh... tell us how wrong we are. Or how wrong Scott is. Or how much you like cake. I like cake. But anywho. Oh, wait. Hang on. Before we end. Favorite cake yeah. song. Oh. Mm. Ooh, I know. Um, Jolene. Mm. Chris. Uh, ice cream and cake from the early 2000s. Mm. Wait, what? Yes. Which album was that on? Ooh, I don't think it was an album. I think it was just on YouTube. Wait, that's not a cake song, though. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Is it a song about cake? No, it's a by no. the. We're talking about by the band Cake. I have no idea who they are. What? What? Yup. You know who they are? Short skirt, long jacket. I want a girl with a short skirt and a long. No. Jacket. It's total middle-aged white guy Okay, music. first off, Chris, Wait. you should start listening to Kate because their guitar oh, player no. lays down some really sweet grooves. 
Oh, he he has the best worst tone. Oh gosh! Oh, the uh, the the rhythm guitar. All of it. Yeah. I mean, even even some of the lead guitar stuff. It's like bad tone, but it sounds amazing in their music. Yeah. But yeah, the lead singer he plays the acoustic guitar, and it sounds like a it's in a trash can. Mm. It's fantastic. This will be fun. Um. All right, but anywho. Can, we, can I close the episode now? My favorite cake song is The Distance. Oh, yeah. I like that, too, because I grew up watching NASCAR, and when that song came out, every NASCAR fan was like, oh, yeah, Jeff Gordon. Da, da, da. So. So if you have a favorite cake song, post it You can join her. Yeah. Use the Facebook. hashtag, I'm replacing Chris on this show. And, uh... <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Kidding. Hmm. yeah where, where do you I? go to find that group at scott uh i believe you go to facebook.com slash groups slash the effects group okay and then say they want to find us on instagram how, Ooh, who you should know they look what? for i think you type in at but you wouldn't type in at you put that symbol with an a with the circle that doesn't it. have a name that it doesn't have a name stand is that an and per stand is that what you just said I think that's what that's called. Isn't is it, it not to be confused with an ampersand, which is the and symbol? Yeah, that's an ampersand is the and symbol. Oh, that's a good. Uh, the at symbol has no technical name. Chris, you're allowed to Google Learn that something in retort new. right now, but it's the at symbol, the effects loop on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Diaz, where can I'll- we find us on YouTube? Hell if I know, because we don't have enough people following us to have a really cool <laughs> name. Or really cool YouTube URL. slash G, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, YouTube slash GW, Gangster Gangster 37. No, but you can go, just Google it. <laughs> That's all. I mean, we'll be in there somewhere. Yeah, follow us, find us and follow us. Like, you have to find us, hunt us the down, scavenger follow home. us. Yeah, exactly. Um, Type in Gibson but, Summer Nam 2019. <laughs> it was our biggest, <laughs> the best watch video. Yep. Um, so Scott, now say if someone wants to give us money to buy the steak pedal, how can they do that? Uh, you'd find us on Patreon for that. That one is on patreon.com slash the effects loop. It's really easy to remember. I'm glad you remember that since we don't have that in our script. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's really easy to remember. Yeah. Which I say it every week and apparently Scott doesn't listen. Um, what? So write it down guys patreon.com slash the effects loop also big shout out to string joy for sponsoring this episode um they make amazing strings go buy some i need to buy some actually i need to do some restringing but you can go to stringjoy.com place an order in the little notes tell them that the effects loop sent you that you love us and that they should keep sponsoring us because i think it's time to talk to them um but yeah i mean great episode guys i'm proud of all of us uh, we're we getting did. rid of the dice rule because it was horrible. It's all your fault, Chris, for your stupid dungeon and dragon. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're the worst dungeon master ever. I had to learn how dungeons and dragons worked for this <laughs> episode. <laughs> and I, you can't go back from there now. <laughs> I just see Scott with like 12 books. He like pops up. He hasn't shaved. So he just pops up from behind. I already haven't book. shaved for three months. <laughs> he, he pops up. He's wearing like a Viking helmet. He's like mm-hmm. looking around like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> it's three o'clock in the morning. Scott's still reading D&D. 
Uh, just don't watch the movie. Wait, wait. You can there was read a movie. Dungeons. For, I, I, yeah, there's a movie. Okay. There's also the books wings. like you just read. I thought it's like a game where you make up a story. Both. There's, I mean, they've, they've done like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, like books with storylines in them. Do you have to roll a dice to choose your own adventure? What What is this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't read them, Chris. I played sports growing up. What is this About stuff? The what D and D books? <laughs> Wait, hold on, really quick, Scott. Did you ever play lacrosse? No. <laughs> uh never officially. I've I've picked wow. up lacrosse. My roommate in college oh, played real cross. Fucking knew it. <laughs> fucking knew it. You, you totally look like you played lacrosse before. I my roommate in college told me I'd be a good defenseman because I'm big and long arms. I'd be able to be a good blocker. Eh, I never. Do you, I never really played it though. Yeah, you've got that like, uh, I don't know. You've got that whole. Are you trying to rich guy, kid shame me right now? <laughs> well, not rich kid, but like middle class, like comfortable family. Like dad's driving you to lacrosse practice. Sorry, I'm I'm making. I up played soccer, for basketball, God. and baseball. You dang, you were a sports fiend. Well, oh, and I did swim Is team. Growing up. Where you know your hosts because huh? we never fully said goodbye. What? what? Is this the part of the episode where they get to meet their hosts and like learn stuff about us? I mean, this is just where you. I'm making fun of Chris for liking Dungeons and Dragons because I think it's nerdy. Okay. This is my. This is Scott's moment of intellectual superiority or moral superiority. Superiority, I believe, is the word you're looking for. Is superiority a word? The day I'm corrected by D. Yeah, we really need to end the episode now. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye, Chris. Kristen, say goodbye. Chris, say goodbye. Oh, sorry. I had to take my headphones off for a second. Bye. Oh my gosh, please leave that. <laughs> that was the best worst ending ever. No no music until he hits that. So there won't be the build up. It'll just be like, say goodbye, Chris. I just happened to be there. Say goodbye. Sorry, I Bye. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. We could do a West Wings episode um, next week. <laughs> right, right after this, we'll just all order wings and they'll be on the way by the time we get done. I had wings yes. stopped for lunch today, and I feel like <sighs> so bad. <laughs>
Mush Taki Mushrooms. Alright, let's get this. I had it for lunch yesterday too, so it's kind of like maybe that's good. Alright, let's get started. Dictionary, why is negativity always drawing out pics of every visualized love? Energized lies together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make well, there's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy. Never after, the world should be one. Hate annihilated, every heart is one. Love again. So, oh, sorry. That was in the mic. Oh, oh yeah, that's the way we do it. Don't say we're strong. 